adventurers, and welcome to Dungeons and Newbies, episode number 15. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the third and final page of the fifth edition character sheet. Once again, I am joined by JJ. Hello. This page is all about spellcasting, so you may not need this page depending on what class you are playing. However, I would highly recommend this sheet for clerics, sorcerers, warlocks, wizards, and any other class or subclass that has more than three or four spells. Today, this page of the character sheet is going to be broken up into three different sections. These sections are equal thirds, and each section is taller than it is wide. I'll be referring to these as third one, third two, and third three. These are in order from left to right. First, let's talk about the top of the character sheet as usual. Along the top, you have an area in third one and partly in third two, titled Spellcasting Class. This is where you would write your character Spellcasting Class. You would want to write Wizard in that section if you were a wizard, for example. To the right of this Spellcasting Class section is a place in third two titled Spellcasting Ability. I use this as a place to write in what ability I use for my spellcasting. The score and the modifier of that ability. So if I was playing a cleric with an 18 wisdom, that section would read Wiz 18 in parentheses plus 4. We do this because for us, when we're casting a spell, it is easier to just look at the one page rather than going back to the first page of the character sheet. We do play with some people who, who if they were playing a cleric, for example, they would just write Wiz or Wisdom in the section, and that's fine. To the right of this spellcasting ability area is a section right on the border of 3rd 2 and 3rd 3, titled Spell Save DC. This is where you write the number in which people must roll to beat a spell that you cast. This is the difficulty class of avoiding your spells. Something you cast a spell on only makes a saving throw if the spell you cast calls for a saving throw. For example, one of your spells may read each creature within range must make a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 damage, half as much in a successful save, or something like that. This means every creature within that spell's range must roll a dexterity saving throw. If they roll, with modifiers, higher than or equal to your spell save DC, they succeed. Otherwise, they fail. You can determine your spell save DC by looking through your class's spellcasting section in the player's handbook. To the right of spell save DC and in third three is an area entitled spell attack bonus. In this spot, you write the modifier to your spells that require an attack roll. You can tell if the spell you cast requires an attack roll because it will say make a spell attack roll or something along the same lines. When making a spell attack roll, you're trying to roll higher than your target's armor class. You can determine your spell attack bonus by looking at your class's spellcasting section in the player's handbook. That's it for the top section of the third page of the character sheet. In the third one of this page, you can see a section titled Cantrips, and it has eight lines beneath the title. This is a place for you to write the cantrips your character knows. Cantrips are effectively zero-level spells and are memorized by your character, giving them the ability to cast them at will, and without too much strain on the rest of your magical ability. You can cast cantrips pretty much as often as you wish. However, not every class gets cantrips. Look at the table on the first page of your class in the player's handbook to see how many cantrips you know, and if it doesn't show up, it probably is none. If you are playing a ranger or a rogue, 
or any class that does not automatically know spells, look in your subclass for the number of cantrips known. If you need to know how many spells or cantrips you know and how many slots you have, look in those two spots. Below cantrips is a section titled 1. This is for your first level spells. There are also spots where you can write down how many spell slots you have and how many spell slots you have expended. I will talk about spell slots versus known spells in a future episode. I just don't have the time in this episode to talk about that. Below the section to write your total spell slots and expended spell slots, there are 12 or 13 lines to write spells that you know. That number is dependent upon if you want to write on the first line or not. Next to each of these lines is a circle to indicate if that spell is prepared. You only have to worry about this if you don't have known spells. Um, your class will determine if you have or do not have known spells. The other eight sections for spells are extremely similar to the first, with the exception of the level of spell they indicate, and how many lines there are to write the spells you have. Okay, so, the areas to write in your zeroth cantrips, first and second level spells, should all be in third one. The places to write your third, fourth, and fifth level spells are all in third two. The sections to write your 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth level spells are found in 3rd 3. Thank you all so much for listening. If you've enjoyed, please leave a review. Reviews help us get noticed and let more people know that we exist. If you really enjoyed, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash dungeonsnewbies. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, our Patreon, Stitcher, YouTube, our website, dungeonsandnewbies.com, and almost anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We have a Redbubble. If you're interested, you can check it out at redbubble.com slash people slash dungeons newbies. Our music comes from Hero Down by Kevin McLeod. Thank you all so much for listening, and until next time, adventurers. Adventurers.